Okay, for those of you listening to the audio podcast, we also release the show with video visuals on YouTube. So if you like some pretty pictures to go along with our pretty voices, search for Digital Suffering Podcast on YouTube to find us. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Digital Suffering Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Something. And I'm Phantom Lim. Hey, normal introduction. <laughs> right. Uh, Moving swiftly on before my co-host uh, murders me. Uh, our first game is Greedfall. This popped up. We both seem to have like, heard about this game, but we sort of didn't recall anything until we, we watched this the footage. Um, Maybe it was trauma. It was... No, I don't think it was, because I definitely remember being traumatised by this. Uh, describe the, the gameplay for the, the viewers and it's listeners. Uh third-person action orientated uh, looks like a lock-on system where there's hand-to-hand and shooting combat would you say it has elements of something like the Soulsborne series or... I'd say more the Witcher I think okay okay but there seems to also be annoyingly a pause mechanic where you can reach into your inventory so you don't you don't have to be on the run while you while the monster flails at you and you're desperately trying to get that one thing you need to defeat it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well. It makes things easier, I guess. Um, well, the the game itself is set uh, in the 17th century. There's a a island gets discovered and some several nations race to conquer it. Uh, your character can ally itself with either the natives, which are apparently elves. It's a sort of fantasy uh, as transposed into a 17th century setting, which is kind of unique, I guess. Uh, And you can align yourself either with the native elves or you can join one of the conquering nations and oppress the natives for the people who are into that sort of thing. (laughs) Sycophants, I think they're called. They're called. Sycophants. Is that what the word means? Uh, no. <laughs> it just fits. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's there's a lot of magic in the what appears to be the uh, opening uh, sequence. Uh, your character takes on uh, a sort of tree creature that uh, shows up at the docks of the island. Um, and your, your character seems really quite proficient in combat and magic um, as a starter. And, and Molotov cocktails. And Molotov cocktails, which is a thing. Plus, they seem to have, although it's like a flintlock pistol, uh, they don't seem to need to worry about spending the five minutes to tamp, put in the powder, tamp the powder, put in the pellets, put in more powder, tamp the powder, aim, shoot, repeat process. Clean the, <laughs> clean the fire pan. <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, I've got to reload. You, you, can't, you can't attack me yet. Imagine if you have to do that in a pause minute. There is it's meant to be a dramatic sequence. This this is one of the things that have got me already. It's a five minute trailer, it's already annoyed me. Uh, so you get off a boat or and you're in a dock and you're looking there's three or four of what seem to comprise of the main characters. The uh, we'll call them the musketeers. And uh, this tree creature beast bursts out of one of the ships in the dock out of the hull and lands in front of you and attacks your party and 
one is narrowly uh, missed before the mast of the ship actually falls on the creature. This is all FMV um, and stuns it momentarily. It then shows a top-down perspective of what has happened of the dock area, including the water. But now the ship has disappeared. The mast has disappeared. Only for it to go back into the third first person view uh, for the mast to be gone but the ship to still be there also the ship looks whole as well it's CGI you know you can to, to, these <laughs> <laughs> to say that it was jarring well, well the, the, the thing was that the, the main thing that bugged me was just that the mast lands on the creature it then there's a cut and when it goes back the mast is completely gone from the, the area that you're in mm. And the creature then gets up and it's like, this thing happened and now it, it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, it's... Do you know what this actually reminds me of? Um, Assassin's Creed. No, the Capcom one. Dark. It was the expansion called Dark Arisen. What was that? Dragon's Dogma. It's very much Dragon's Dogma. Ooh. Because uh, action element-wise, it seems quite similar. Yeah. And also, it seems to be a party. I don't know whether they're in this video it's human controlled or not. These appear to be, they appear to be AI because they yeah. they literally perform an action, then they wait until you move on, and then they sort of horde, <laughs> follow you horde style. Um, so yeah, very much like Dragon's so, Dog. Yeah, so yeah, you, you hire mercenaries or whatever to, to make up your party and uh, give it a, an edge. Um, well, I'm not even sure that they're mercenaries. I think they're your buddies. They're part of the three musketeers that we see at the beginning. <laughs> Companions. Just, well, there wasn't. Isn't, okay. Uh, yeah, there seems to be a lot of internal pause menu options. Um, I'm not sure what that's all about. Well, it, it's kind of it's kind of weird that they don't have more stuff like you know shortcutted or whatever that you have to be you know menu pausing in order to get to stuff like you know off-hand weapons or whatever don't you think yes it's it sort of breaks up the flow a bit more um i don't like the way it breaks up so yeah because i mean you can see in, in, the, in the in the on the corner on the screen the the ui they do have options for stuff and it's like despite that you have a controller filled with buttons there are not enough buttons for everything you need there are a lot of icons on the screen yeah. and not a lot of explanation yeah um remaining points 23 skill points so yeah there's attributes there's talents and there's skill points yeah. so there's a lot of it, it's got a lot of rpg elements yeah. to it yeah, yeah, yeah. um plus they mentioned that with the uh you know there's with because of the different factions that you can allow yourself with you there's sort of strategy and you can you know diplomacy and stuff like that so assume that you can do like missions for you know factions to get yourself in their books and stuff like that a ranking yeah it looks very nice i guess one other thing that um it it's it's got very brown palettes the palettes just Overly brown. It's quite bit. dark, yeah. Uh, for the most part. And I mean, the island, I, I, I would hope that, you know, for the, some of the uh, the foresty bits, they're a bit more brighter. But even then, the, the, the sequence when they're fighting the, wolf, the wolf, Wolverines, was it the Tasmanian Devils? <laughs> <laughs> Not the cartoon ones, obviously. Um, it, the, the forests, 
did seem a bit drab palette-wise. Um, Seems to also, in the RPG way, white gear, green gear, blue gear, and purple gear, obviously, denoting how it's rarity and um, stats, I guess. Yeah. RPG tropes. Indeed. There's shortcuts to get people put into the game faster. Also, uh, not open worlds. Yeah. Um, pers- like generated areas where you have to, you can accomplish certain uh, story arcs and missions, and then you move on to the next area. Was yeah. how it was described. Uh, would it benefit from being open world? Does it matter? I mean, it's no. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was if it was open world, it get caught in the why isn't this an MMO? Why yeah. uh, thing? And it doesn't need to be. Yeah, I suppose you'd also have issues with because of the it's the island you have uh, st- stitching up the terrain. Whereas if you like break it up, you can say, well, we don't need to worry about rendering these mountains because there's something the player can't actually uh, climb or interact with. Mm. Uh, instead of giving them say, right, here's an island. Go do just wander around, do your thing. Um, yeah, this, I mean, these. This is supposed to be fantasy rooted in a thing that we're familiar with, shall we say? It being seventeenth century technology, seventeenth century uh, style, um, but then rooted in a sort of fantastical element of there being monsters and elves and magic and yeah. so on and so forth. Which is great, it's fine. Um, you know, there's a lot of games that do the whole medieval fantasy thing, trope, if you want to call it. Um, and there seems to be an underlying story of you being infected, I think, with something. Again, that borrows quite heavily from Dragon's Dogma. Where you have a thing and you're linked to a dragon with your heart. <laughs> it's just like, what? This is a dra- dragon, dragon, blah, dragon dogma clone. Um, I mean, it looks... The idea is intriguing. I don't know that the execution is all that thrilling. Uh something to look out for or it's just yeah I mean uh, I'll try and keep an eye on it there's so many games that I say that for but <laughs> I'll try and keep an eye on it but it, it seems to hit the mark on a lot of things but then not be outstanding at least in what we've seen and heard Yeah. not be like oh wow that looks really like a good take on it's, it's competent but not brilliant yeah, which was the problem with Dragon's Dogma. Are you going to, like... Alright, you go to the shop. There's three games in front of you. Skyrim, Dragon's Dogma, and Dark Souls. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma is not going to win that fight. <laughs> exactly, but it's vying for the same attention as those other two games. That yeah. you're going to drop 200 hours into it and, you know, be happy. Yeah, but that's it. The, the other ones have, you know, they've got the publicity and the... And, uh, the mind share uh, until you, you mentioned Tra- I'd completely forgotten about Dragon's Dogma until you, <laughs> it was like Dragon's Dogma yeah I remember vaguely 
Uh, we should talk about it. We should do it like uh, looking back. Dragon's Dogma. Where are they now? <laughs> uh, well, it's kind of weird though because Capcom. Um, this is going back some years now. Um, put out a video at E3. It was either E3 or another TGS, maybe, mm-hmm. of a an a upcoming in development RPG like thing that was borrowed heavily from the sort of Dark Souls aesthetic of an armored guy, and he was wandering through this very tight corridor dungeon, and there was this almost like a s- lizard like humanoid but not humanoid creature chasing him and he was climbing up ladders and like finding grates where he couldn't progress beyond and like almost seemed like a sewer at some point yeah and so on and so on and they said oh this is a game and it's got a project code name which i don't remember at all how long ago was this uh at least five years maybe oh. close, <laughs> closer to maybe 10 okay that, that's, I, I don't think it's coming like out. well not maybe 10 Let's say between five and eight years. And this game disappeared without a trace. Um, There was like the trailer, which everyone saw, and then there was some gameplay footage. And both of it was very meh. And the guy, Mm. even like the motion capture of the guy moving looked bad for the time. Yeah. So people were like, yeah, okay, cool. And then Dragon's Dogma popped up out of nowhere, which I'm assuming... Maybe the project was shelved and somebody had a better idea and they went with Dragon's Dogma and so on. And again, people that play Dragon's Dogma, I've watched people playing it on stream, and they seem to like it. And it seems like a competent game in what it does. Um, But it has that party-based element thing where you can kit out... You can even borrow other people's peoples. Oh, and have, you know, like... Online, Heavens. yeah, yeah. Is there's lots of like little tweaks that it had, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah. So it it's good, but it's not something you would seek out. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's probably people out there thinking crazy, and they'd rather play Dragon's Dogma than Dark Souls or Skyrim or yeah, they, they are here. each slightly different things in sure. their own rights. Um, so it depends on where you trend towards in terms of gameplay. Uh, but the problem is, is that, as I said, you know, you mentioned Trans Dogma, and I was like, holy moly, that, yeah, that was a thing. And it, it's like, how many people think about it? I mean, if it was, like, more successful, mm. there would be a Dragon's Dogma too. Never say never. Well, actually, the thing is, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, that's... That's the thing. Okay, um, you know it, it's like yeah, that was like an expansion. Though. But but the thing is, generally they they say right, this game is doing well. Let us plan for the sequel so we can take advantage of this thing that's existing. Uh, Dragon's Dogma looks to have come out what two thousand twelve, uh, approximately. Yeah. Um, and it's a long time has passed since then, and uh, it's been. Uh, you know, forgotten in the, in the midst of time. I'd say people who like The Witcher would probably be more akin to playing, if, in a mechanics way, mm. something like uh, Dragon's Dogma rather than the other two. Yeah. Um, 
so maybe Greedfall uh, does have a, a market for it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll appeal to the people who delved into The Witcher and had uh, had that going for them. Okay. And speaking of the myths of time, uh, our next game we're looking at is the forthcoming Ancestors. Uh, is it just called Ancestors? Is it the Ancestors? Humankind Odyssey. Oh, yeah. The inflatedly long title name. No, but it, it's 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 a work of art. It deserves. Is it? It's a, it's, it's a work of. It's one of those Lionhead Studio games that's unfinished when it's released. Right? <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Uh, not Lionhead Studios. That's the thing. I think that didn't they do? He sold it, didn't he? The, they were, the last they were doing was um, those. For one of the games, the the. the the one where you, you, you rise up to become the king. What's it called? Uh, um, it's, it's a single word. It's like not no. I words. think I've got one. I think I've got the first one. Yeah, you know, you know. It was on the Xbox. Um, Fable. Fable. That's it. Yeah. Um, they they sort of did like Fable three or so. Fable whatever the last. Didn't they do Fable. Fables. Was the last one. Yeah, and I don't I don't remember hearing anything attached to them after that. Uh, maybe the intranets will tell us something. But anyway, uh, Ancestors is uh, as game as game premises go is a bit of a doozy. Uh, millions of years ago, uh, ten thousand years ago, more than ten thousand years. No, no, no. It says ten thousand years ago. It can't be ten thousand years ago. <laughs> if it says ten thousand years ago, I'm going to be like. I'm going to... 10 million years ago, I can accept. 10,000 years is a no, because... How, how long do you think humans have been on Earth? Well, we have hum, human... 10 million years ago. Okay. We have artefacts... I ate from, some zeros. Yeah. We have artefacts from modern humans dating back to, like, 20, 30,000 years ago. Yeah, so uh, this this is definitely... Uh, a little bit. No, no, no I wasn't. I was genuinely. I wasn't sure. No, 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 when, it's fine, it's when fine. the game was. I, I suspected you'd you'd misread it, but uh, anyway. Um, and I've lost my train of thought. Right, uh, ten million years ago, you were a primate back uh, up the family tree. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was dead. Uh, well, not you in particular. Well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the royal you, in in general. The royal we. The royal the royal we. We were we. Our ancestors were. Uh, primates and uh, that's what you do you control one of these ancestors and the object is to survive have kids and have your kids survive um, and it's a survival game I guess I I guess <laughs> I guess you, you, you're definitely going to have to play the hunter-gatherer role because it's going to be who knows I'm. There's probably going to be crafting later on. Well, I I do remember seeing bits where it's called where you you can like I believe you can like do like tools you know like stones and stuff. Mm. Um, I can't remember fire because I watched a few, um, a few things and. Uh, oh, I haven't seen know, past the sort of base level primate. Yeah, you know they're, they're, they're demonstrating. Oh, you know you discover these bits and uh, once you learn how to use like. You know, stone for like as a hammer mm. stuff. You can teach 
Uh, you can like you have to demonstrate it to the others in the tribe, and then they learn so that way you, you can pass on culture uh, to them. Um, blah 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 blah. Um, looks to me. In, in terms of um, adversarial elements, the the opening the, uh, the the trailers opening introduction shows stuff like panthers and giant crocodiles and, and a, a humongous bird that's capable of lifting up a you know an ape sized creature fairly easily towering over it as well. Yeah, so it it definitely gives you the opportunity to. Uh, live out your hide from everything because everything can eat you uh, fantasies. Because, um, you know, it's because, well, you know, generally humans, well, the primates are fairly large, so uh, it's like, what what would you have to be scared of? But in actual fact, there's quite bits, um, which is quite good. I'm intrepid about certain elements of this game. Mm. Because I'm sure it was a developer who I saw a, a snippet of um, when I was looking at this initially, who's saying that you can be a, you can start as a, a young ape or a, a sort of, I suppose, middle age, if you want, for want of a better phrase, or an elder ape. And while that's fine, um, because obviously they'll have different dynamics to what they do in your party because you're one ape in a group Mm. um that's fine so but then i want to know how long because essentially you're gonna the idea is to reproduce right yeah uh from what what it says here uh you can you can pretty much control any in the clan Mm. as an example you can switch to an adult an infant you know whatever so you can see how they play differently but the objective is to um go through several generations and have your 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 clan uh you know learn and and proceed yeah you know on on the first steps Uh, apparently you know if you if your character dies you switch to another one if all of your tribe dies uh that you become extinct and you have to start the game again. Uh, Hardcore hard mode. Yeah, humanity <laughs> is in your hands, so don't please don't screw this up. We are depending on you. So th- this is where this is the second part of what I was thinking. How long is the life cycle? Because oh, you mean is in so when it, a child is born? How long does it take to mature to an adult? And sure. Like that? Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd assume it has like speed up mechanics where you can like. Say you know, oh, I'm gonna to skip to the next night, or you can have like time, you know, time elapse faster. Um, well, I would have thought they would have just set it instead of giving you that power. It says here the game is expected to be forty to fifty hours long, and it documents the clan's evolution across eight million years. Eight million years in forty hours. Yeah. So, geez, I assume that you'd you'd have like the baby's gonna grow up in a matter of hours. Yeah, you'd either you'd either have that or you'd have objectives, and then when you complete a certain number of objectives, like learn how to use stones, then you go okay. Your tribe now, you know, once you've taught everyone, you would skip forward a few things. So right now, your tribe's evolved a bit more. Yeah, yeah, but this, you're now hunting with yeah, sticks. This is, and stuff this like is a maybe. Yeah, I, I want to know exactly how it works. Oh, well, we we would need short to... of playing it. I don't think they've mentioned it, have they? Uh, no, but it's. It, it, you know, you can't... Because I'm going to lose my attachment. If I, you know, if I name my monkey like they do on the nature programs, which is mental, by the way, um, 
It's like the worst thing ever. But then, wait, um, how do you know which one is which? If they don't what do you mean? It's because the one I've been playing with for 40 hours. <laughs> but you won't be playing with the same one. Well, what be- if I do? Because it, otherwise the, that particular primate will be 8 million years old, which will be a feat in no, its no, own right. No, no. Let's say uh, from the off, yeah. I play with the same ape until he's dead. Yeah. And then I pick one and I play with that same ape. If, if the game jarringly jumps forward because I learned how to scratch oh, you lose my attach- butt. you lose attachment to exactly. your characters because... It, and then why do I care? You, it's like, oh, the character you were controlling 10 minutes ago died 50,000 years ago um, and here are the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren sort yeah. of thing. What's, Continue. What, yeah, and also, wouldn't that be game-breaking because you would just do the action? Maybe. I don't know. It's Maybe. a bit like... It, okay, speaking of game-breaking silliness, let's say... You were playing No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. And you did the bare minimum. Okay. Which people have done. Okay. And you headed for the centre of the universe. The, the galaxy. But Whatever. I think, it's, yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's set within one galaxy, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not okay. sure. I'm not 100%. Um, and you did the bare minimum on each yeah, yeah, planet, yeah. but you just basically forged the head. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. Just. You could do the same thing to this. You're not going to get anything out of the game. You're going to be like, now I can learn how to use stick. Now I can learn how to use stone. Yeah, I mean, there, there are people who... Also, where does this end? Does this, does this get to, like, Denisovans? Uh, or does it, like... I, it, the thing is, by the sounds of it, because it mentions the 8 million year time frame, I assume that as long as you have tribe members alive, it will push you forward at some point to the next... Evolutionary. you know stage yeah um you know to continue the the, the story so while you, while you're still while you survive you know the story moves on um also this state you're you are in africa obviously because yeah because the, the thing is that that's where the cradle of humanity live, yeah exactly we all evolved from but i'm assuming you're not going to be able to break out of that continent i i i doubt they would give you I mean, there's no sense. A, an open either. world. Yeah, isn't it? Is, is that right? I mean, this is pretty open world already. Here's Pangea. Explore. <laughs> yeah. You have literally all the contents of, of the earth yeah. crammed up against each other while you've still got some land bridges. Just start Because then, you you know, eight million years, you might need that. <laughs> the, 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 uh, Craft a boat, innit? <laughs> the, the up on your controller might wear down. Um the system is no longer supported. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I've gone through 60 controllers. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, the the foliage, the canopies, the, it looks all very dense and interactive, which is nice. I mean, the way the game looks is fine. I'm not, there's crazy vignetting on some bits, which I'm assuming is to get video compression to, to focus. Oh, yeah, oh the, yes, oh, that's right, yes. The, yeah, yeah, that video compression. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like it's you like, have to be focused. It's like spider sense, but like primate sense. Um, and some of the some of the details of the game have obviously uh, been upped, so other things are lower. But it's to make it work. Like you know, running water looks like running water, and trees look like trees. But your ape isn't got every single follicle animated yeah but, and, but, animated. and, and nor does it need it because past the first five minutes you won't give a shit yeah 
once you zoom out to actually make it playable, yeah, uh, individually rendered hairs are your least concern. Exactly. This this is why I like I always question when people talk about the game and they spend ten minutes talking about the texture of somebody's nostril hair, and it's like we have individually ma- texture mapped nostril hair. Yeah, it's like, and what about the game? Have you put any attention into the game? Well, I mean, they've. But I mean, like this could this could be another No Man's Sky. This, yeah. This could be all the promise and no delivery. No. Or it could be broken, and you can fast forward the hell through it, like people did with No Man's Sky, and then call it a failure, where it didn't fail. It's just it what, was subject to mechanics that would make it... Well, the thing is, if you set like an arbitrary mechanic as part of it, say, oh, yes, if you make it to the centre of the galaxy, you win the game. People say, oh, I want to win the game. Yeah. And then they win it and they go, oh, it's over. And it's like, that was no good. It's <laughs> that, like... It's the journey, not the destination, yeah, yeah, people. It, as, as the saying goes. Um, and I mean, this, 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 you know, it is... It, the objective is to have your, your clan survive over the... Eight million years, but it, it's a case that maybe you you say, well, I want to like try and have as many babies as possible. It, it is what fun can you get in out of the game by putting extrapolate? Yeah, yeah. Um, what you, you might say, well, I want to you know make my make my tribe a bunch of hardcore warriors, and we're going to wipe out every predator, you know, for like sure. a thousand kilometers, um, become the you know. You know, everything is going to fear us. You can look for the hidden monoliths that maybe in the game, you know, into 2001 yourself into... Uh, Alien civilizations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, all, it's all dependent. It, you know, it, it's an it's a, it's a, it's a adventure simulation. And yeah, it, it will, the, the people... Uh, I, I assume the people this will appeal to for the most part, are the people who are going to explore, you know, say, right, I'm going to try and explore this, you know, the forest as much as I can. I want to, like, see if I can, how far can I leap off a tree without breaking my legs when I land? You know, sort of stuff like that. Experience the joy of being uh, a a primate. But... But... Evolution. But... But... And something that needs to be uh, addressed is that where is the game in this? Because this is the whole reason. I know people love survival games, and but they it... love the mechanics of it, right? But that fails for me, and this is even more esoterical than that but that, that that's it I mean the thing is we, we many times in the show we've come across games where it has an appeal to us but we're not the target audience for this game no um, and probably they're, they're not survival games I mean they, they keep making them survival games are popular people, yeah but people do love them is this a survival game it is a survival game at the heart of it it is yeah because you have to hunt for food you have to you know shelter you know I mean you know the shelter and stuff you have to avoid predators it is a survival game where but a lot of the power has been taken away from you. In Don't Starve, yeah. you go and discover stuff. And here you get to discover stuff. Like what? Like you can say, oh, you discovered you know, some new fruit trees that you didn't know were in the area. Traits. Yeah. 
I like sweet. You, you're I don't you, like salty. <laughs> you you discover, I mean, you, you think you could, when you learn, you know, your character learns stuff. They they can learn techniques and, and stuff. Like you can say, well, okay, you find discover like something like a coconut. You initially can't eat it because you don't know that you've got to crack open the hard shell to get at the the juicy brains inside. I just um, eat the hairy bit on the outside. Don't do that. <laughs> do not eat the husk. Right. That 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 leads to failure. Um, and so. You know that's it. You, you you know you learn skills, and you know it's it's an it's vaguely objective base. But you know you don't have to like learn everything as long as you can survive to the next point, and maybe it'll push you forward. Um, but yeah, survival games. It's not our thing, but people play them, and I'm you know there's going to be interest in this from people who want their survival game to have to be even more survivally a matter of life and death. Yeah, exactly. It's. Um... What's that horrible film with Jared Butler called? Angel, Angel Has Fallen. No, another horrible film with Jared <laughs> <laughs> Olympus Has Fallen. No, no, another horrible film with Jared Butler. I can't remember what the second one is. Something Has Fallen as well. Is it called Gamer? I don't... Sh- I'm not sure. Oh, it could be Gamer. Thanks It could be Gamer. Hold on. Um, you, you, you think about that and I'll... Uh, essentially, that is a little... Like, your avatar literally dies. That's... <laughs> so... Yeah, it is gamer. Yeah, there you go. And it was some dumb, I, I, a dumb premise, a dumb title, a dumb. I film. can successfully say I've not watched any of that. I have watched all of that. Wasn't it supposed to be like inverted commas first person shooter game based or something? In that he, yeah, but you're controlling a real person. Yeah, with just like in real games. No, no, a real person, <laughs> a convict. But the thing is, if you say, well, I'm going to just have him bunny hop thing, is the, the real guy forced oh, okay. to do movements? So you realise there are games where you can't jump, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, it's, it's like cover-based shooting. So imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't ge- bunny hop in Gears ge- of War, can you? Gears of, it's Gears of War. That's why you didn't like it. Gears no, of no, War, the movie. I didn't like it because it was a weak film. It was the running man... But not quite. Is the Running Man, but with all the fun sucked out of it. With all, all of the everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so uh, don't watch uh, our, our verdict. Don't watch Game Up. Watch Running Man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the next thing. Upcoming. 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 Uh, upcoming, but was delayed yeah it was due out in due out last year 2018 it's been pushed back due out what October this October year? the 8th I believe. October the 8th uh, it is Concrete, Concrete Genie, Genie. Uh, to summarise you control a boy called Ash who uh, victim of the, the world's worst bullies uh, they they steal your notebook filled with your drawings scatter the pages across the town that you live in and uh, your job is to collect them, which sounds like every 3D platformer from the 90s ever. Yeah. You know, it's like after Mario 64, this is a 3D platform where you Jack and jump. Jackster. Yeah. You, you jump through levels collecting coins or note pages. The worst premise ever. Um, however, they, they, they spice it up. Uh, you find a magical paintbrush, uh, very similar to a sort of. 
reminds me of Akami. It's not exactly like that, but uh, where you use the paintbrush and you can uh, uh, paint uh, creations on, on the walls and they come to life. Uh, and using this, this, uh, using this magic brush, you can actually solve puzzles. For instance, one where it comes across an electric gate. And if you paint on the wall, a monster, the monster actually interacts with the, the, elect- the electrical box mounted on the wall and it activates the gate allowing you to pass through um which then makes it like go to the go to this wall paint the thing and it's just it becomes door switch mechanics but painted but you know with a, a lovely a lovely coat of uh whimsical arts emulsion yeah emulsion um but it also seems to be revitalizing the town somewhat it seems yeah, to yeah. be this as thing on the as part of your your quest, you you the, the town is like almost derelict. Uh, it's very sort of industrial feel. Looks like almost no one lives there, uh, and your 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 uh, paintings bring it to life. It sort of adds color um, and sort of a magical glow and stuff. Um, also very much like a kami, where you have to reverse the the you know the, the, some kind of darkness or something mm. by painting the Never played it. Pa- okay. Uh, but you, you you paint you paint elements in the world and you mm. bring it to life. So it's it's a very similar thing. However, for the most part, it didn't seem like the the things you paint they only existed as two dimensional creations uh, mounted on the wall. Although later on in the uh, in the trailer we watched, uh, they show that at least one of these uh, creations has broken free. And uh, I'm not sure. I think that's part of the darkness that's in the town. Well, the thing is, I don't know. That it doesn't. Nothing I saw that indicated that there was any kind of like it, you know, darkness per se. It was just that the town was run down, and you're bringing the town to life. If it is that there is also a supernatural element, you know, an antagonist that you you encounter as a result of your bringing things to life, that's that's another thing. But it just it just nothing I've seen mentioned, and they don't give indication. It's just that it almost like, you know, perhaps someone else has painted something, you know, evil, and that's popped out. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if we get more details. Um, also, the, the the boy in this story is has an episode where he picks up the brush because I'm pretty sure it talks to him. <laughs> I, the element of drawing and everything uh, looks great and everything, and it's very well animated. It's complete departure from how a character in the world is animated. Yeah. Apparently, you you do have some control over the characters you can create, either if they use like sort of templates or you know parts, and you like glue them on, and they you know and it, it gets rendered. But and also the the colors that you use, for instance, they they mentioned that uh, if you like create paint a monster and you paint it red, for example, that gives it fire powers, whereas painting it blue might give it a a different ability. Um, so the objective is you know as you as you traverse this town, uh, collecting your note pages. Uh, and solving these issues, uh, you can, you know, create your thing. Um, it did mention this was called one of the developers said that uh, it, the game will not rate your creations. So maybe it was it. Pop- why would even, Why would you even need to say that? It, it, yeah, it, it was like what well, they having going to have a mechanic where you say, "Oh, you your drawing is a bit cack." Sorry, <laughs> this game's about somebody. Like dealing with being bullied, yeah, and what you're gonna online upload all of your images, so some online douchebag can go, your pictures are shit, mate. 
<laughs> yeah, good one. Thanks for putting that in the explanation. Yeah, no, it just it just stood out to me that, that they they had to that that, that they mentioned that, that you know it wouldn't it, you know, the creation wouldn't be judged when it was like, but why would they be? Because, why why do you even need to say yeah, that? Yeah, it it just it was just a weird thing to clarify. Um, one one thing that does bug me. I mean, I like everything you know the all the painting mechanics and the, the visuals and stuff is the, the 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 bullies are just you know the cliche bullies where they go up they harass you for like a thing and then they say oh we've harassed them for 30 seconds let's go find something else and the next time you encounter them they, they do this you know comic book harassment um not saying that they should be like you know you know terrifying actual bullying but it's it's just like well, you know, children are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and bullies are the even yeah. stupider version of those children. But, the, oh, okay, so the other thing is that the, you know, the, the scattering of the notes, that, you know, as the the, the reason for it, it, it's so video game tropey, where you must, you know, collect the X number of parts of the, the MacGuffin in order to complete your magical quest sort of thing. It, it it's so derivative. It it lessens the game because I mean the you know if you say oh it seems like a trivial aspect. Yeah, if they said oh they, the the bullies they stole the notebook and they bugger off, and then he like you know oh the, the kids are armed down and then he finds a page he goes oh a page fell out maybe you know he he's, he like follows them or whatever and retrieves it. It instead of like the pages are scattered and you or must... sharpens the end of the brush. <laughs> Kills them and uses their blood to paint the paintings. <laughs> Just the, saying, could be a thing. The grim dark reboot where you shiv the, uh, where the the brush is thirsty for the blood of you know, the, the the you know the souls of your victims and you must feed it terrible hunger or the world will end. Um, perhaps spider spiders games should get on that. <laughs> That's like an awful sequel, um, or maybe not. Uh, you know, it's just a thing. Okay, it 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 it, it facilitates the the, the storyline, but it just seemed. It, I, don't, it just, I don't think anyone's going to give it. Yeah, they're not going to give. You know, it's it's just an excuse to to have to go through the game and play the thing. Also, the more um, painfully overdone the helplessness of this character, the more it doesn't appeal. Like I get it; it's supposed to tackle this whole bullying thing and how creativity can help you get out of it and there are a few things in there that mm. they've said um, which is fine and great and you channel what you are into what you like and I totally agree with that but are they trying to sell a game or are they trying to give us a morality tale because I don't know about you but I don't remember any of the morality tales at the end of He-Man or Thundercats or Defenders of the Earth or any of the cartoons I watched as a child Mm. But I do remember the episodes sometimes, <laughs> but never the morality tale at the end. Okay, skipping the morality. This is not the morality podcast. We we are without morals. Um, there was a. I did notice in the uh, in the trailer that we we've, we've been watching um, that there's there's one sequence where by sort of black paint is coming out of the walls mm. and it comes to life and there seems to be sort of silhouetted figures in in, in the surrounding. It's all uh, the last children. At the point where he's dropped his paintbrush, so it looks like there is some kind of um, yeah, negative or evil yeah, element. Yeah, that's what he's, he's. That's what that he will have to. He's revitalizing the town. And it's getting rid of that element. Yeah, by the looks of it. 
Well, there you go. Uh, so it's a good thing you found the paintbrush because otherwise the town would be... Because otherwise somebody trained. else would have painted them dirty pictures. Yeah, exactly. They'd use it to paint giant... Instead p- of fluffy monsters. Peanut, yeah. <laughs> Instead of fluffy monsters. Apparently. Instead of fluffy monsters. That the templating of the monsters and or the trees and other things, it does kind of sound a little bit limiting. To me. Well, the thing is, um, one of the the they were influenced. The, mentioned the developers were influenced by Jet Set Radio. I don't know if you ever played that on the Dreamcast. Yep. Yeah. So you remember that the the tags you spray. Yep. You, you have to. You essentially select them. So it, it it's. Yeah, but you'd also find them. Yeah, you find them and select them. But this is more involved in that you can add some kind of creative elements to them. Really? I assume. Yeah, they don't can... look very creative. Listen, right? You you create the fluffy monsters you want, I assume. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what delayed the game. They were actually putting some content in it. Very possibly. Uh, I don't know. I like I like the look of it. It's It's... It's got a very magical look to it, so definitely looks like oh, it's got a minecart section. Yeah, did you see that? I my brain filters it's it like out. You're in a you're in a port town, and then suddenly you're in a rushing water underground. What? I it the thing. I know it's a game. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's, it's like as I mentioned back to the platform. You know, the three D platform is old. Here you've got the lava level. Here you've got the minecart level. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I I don't I don't want it to be that kind of box ticking whereby it's like we need variety. Okay, now there's just happens to be a mine with mine carts. I think it's under just, the town. I think this is going to be more linear than it looks. Uh, oh, I, but the thing is, you can have you know like you can have a town and you just have like streets and then you just railroad them. You like block off areas so that you have, have to follow have you seen god of war i watched it but i've not i've never i've not seen god of war is I've as, seen any of the as fight linear as any it's literally game can be go from one fight sequence to the next one yep okay. you are railroaded down corridor after corridor yet the whole of athens is before your eyes yeah but you're not interested because you've got gods to slay um yeah well i mean the thing it's it's very possible, but the thing is, again, it looks with these... nice, and it's obviously a project that has been uh, nurtured because of other factors. Then this is a shiny new game, mm. which is nice. It's good. You read how many hours the developer said it was going to last, which is what? Oh yes, the thing that triggered me a little bit in the uh, according to uh, the. According to Wikipedia, it was mentioned uh, six to seven, five, five to six. Something. something. It was like five it, to seven hours or something. Let's like that. have a look. Uh, or did I lose the page? It it was it was something like it was, yeah. It was between five to seven hours gameplay, um, but they were hoping to add multiplayer elements to it. Multiplayer. What rate my picture? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it did get mentioned for a reason. Um, uh, stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. Like I said, this game better not cost more than fifteen pounds. It, it, Otherwise, it, no one's going to buy it. It's more of a an experience, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. but don't cost more than fifteen pounds. Mm. Uh, well, because, like, what was the game? I always 
go back to this game and I always struggle to remember what it was called. What What's the game like? Uh, you're a little avatar running around deserts and old broken down temples and Journey. things. Journey. There you go. Journey was like, I think it was like £20 when it came out. It went down to like 10 or something on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. And no one was gonna, no one was expecting to pay full price for that game and it was a great little experience that you could have and not pay full game money, but you'd still get a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this this has that about it for me. Yeah, it's like it's not quality. it's not you know Zelda. Yeah, it's it's not it's, like it's not Mario. I'm not going to play this like run through to try and get like you know exactly thing best times or best scores or you know three star each stage. It's yeah. a case of I will experience the story, treasure it in my heart. <laughs> And then move on. Yeah, Treasure so it in the withered husk it, that I have in my chest. I think it's a game called Watchtower that came out on Steam a couple of years ago. Uh, maybe about three years ago. Mm. It's got an engaging story. You do engaging things. You wander around this national park. And it's nice. You will never play that game a second time. Unless you literally are a goldfish and you've forgotten everything that happened. <laughs> or your speedrunner. <laughs> <laughs> no. You would, you, not speed, you would not speedrun this game. I... Should we look up to see if people have speed speed run? <laughs> sure, go for it. Right, you would not speed speed run this game, and you would not play it again. It is like reading a book where you do not ever read it again, <laughs> which happens a lot. Which is why bookshops and charity shops are full of books that people have taken back. Mm. So yeah, I mean, this needs to have the level of. Um, it needs to be in the right category of money in order for it to be played. Because the second a reviewer gets hold of this and goes, I completed this game in five and a half hours, no one is going to go, oh, I'm going to throw my hard-earned 40, 50 pounds at it. Because that's how much a PlayStation 4 game costs. Mm. I've even seen some that are even more expensive. So, yeah, nobody's got 50 pounds to throw at this game. Well, that's it. Uh, we can only hope that... Uh, Let's manage expectation, please, people. Yeah. If not, just wait till it goes, it's uh, on sale and then... Yeah, it's free on the uh, on the store when mm-hmm. you uh, have your ridiculous pay-to-play online BS. Thanks, Microsoft and Sony. Thanks for that. I own a PC, though, and I don't need to do that. Thanks a lot. Well, uh, fingers crossed it's uh, a reasonable price. Right, uh, this is something that cropped up on my radar. You also spotted it. Um, I like. I very much like the look of this. 505 Games send us a review copy. Uh, it's coming very, very soon, in the next month or so. Um, Tell the, me, what is it called? The game is called... Uh, in indivisible. indivisible. I was going to say indecisive for some reason. Uh, indivisible. Um, very uh, anime aesthetic, uh, especially the cutscenes. Um, you control a girl who has a woman with multiple personality disorder. You control <laughs> uh, a woman. She has powers. In, she has the ability to summon uh, sort of creatures. Uh, and they aid her in her fight Not against... creatures, they're people. People, the, the, the people impaired, um, to fight to 
she enabled to, to summon companions. <laughs> Can't uh, get on with it. Was it called? Um, who able aid her to fight the big bad evil that's, you know, is always here to destroy the world. You know, the, the traditional uh, thing. Have you seen like the games like Wakfu and stuff like that? Uh, the French games they they got the, the it's, it's a anime the French anime aesthetic it's it's a bit it's it's a bit of a style um, some of the, the character designs remind me of things like uh, Wakfu uh, which I like but the games are really the the isometric like <laughs> it's it's like uh, I, I tried one and like five minutes later I was like I'm not going to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this brings to mind something. I was looking on the. I was traveling on the train yesterday and had nothing to do. Yeah. Because I don't play mobile games that often, um, and I don't own Switch yet. And this reminds me of something I noticed, especially quite prominently yesterday, mm. um, when I was just looking over general news and for games essentially it seems to be on steam on well everywhere actually a slew of games side scrolling um pseudo rpg platformers yeah like a little bit not like this but like this <laughs> um not like this but totally like this yeah, but like this is essentially a side-scrolling two D platformer with yeah. RPG elements, yeah, and a slightly unique take on a fighting system, yeah, right. Collectible summons. They are all exactly like that. It's just their fighting system take is slightly different to this one, yeah. And you could literally go on Steam now, and I could guarantee I could pull ten in ten minutes. You could probably find a million of the damn things, and. I don't want to play any of them. Some of them look really great. Some of the art styles used on them are amazing. Most of them are just a 2D game where you have to play around with the mechanic that they give you in order to survive. Otherwise, there is no adaptation. You do it their way or you die. Mm. And this seems a little bit different in the fact that you can pick your team and all the rest of it. But ultimately, you're going to be beheld to a... You know, this enemy is... I'm suspecting this enemy's weak to fire. So and I'm so you go. need to make sure you have fire ones on your team or the, the battle will be harder. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's always those, as you keep calling it, tropes in these games because people lean on them. Well, yeah. It's like Grandia. I noticed there's a Grandia HD coming out this month. Okay. And I remember my brother playing through Grandia and it was literally once you figured out what it was, you would just switch to that weapon type yeah. and murder people. It would not be a challenge. Yeah. And it's like... Well, that's it. The, the thing is, I mean, for it, it really depends on the game. Because some games like, uh, for instance, Deus Ex, the earlier ones... <laughs> where they gave you they said right here's a bunch of tools you got all these mods all these weapons things you, here's an objective or like the, um, again with like Hitman the Hitman series it's like you need to assassinate such and such but it says you here is an environment work out how to do it and you, there are multiple ways where you yeah, can complete the same yeah exactly and the thing is with 
games where you are say platformers there is you there is less scope for user ingenuity very much less scope yeah but even, it, even when the hero slash avatar of the game can basically fly they still put in these ridiculous things to limit the flight so you can only fly where you're supposed to and it's like f you the, the I'm pe- the ultimate being. The, nah, spikes hurt me. The, the perils of uh, game design. In it, like, yeah, just I don't want to see any more infinite drops into the abyss. Any more ice-covered floors that make me slip over cliffs. Well, then you're definitely going to hate the games I'm bringing for us to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bored gonna, of it. It's going to be all that. I'm just bored of it. If I'm not playing Mario, I don't want to f and see this stuff. Okay. Do you know what I mean? There's a place for it, and it's not in every game ever. Just all the games that we're focusing on, that's all. <laughs> it's like, if you imagine, it's like... Uh, Alright, here's one for you. Right, so... Um, uh, what's it called? Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Is, yes. Is imminently coming out, and it's coming out on the PC next year. Uh, quarter one, apparently, allegedly. Mm. Um, so imagine that so you're going to travel to another island where it's ha- it is predominantly snowy and yeah. the environment is more uh, cold shall we just basically call it do you think you're going to be there might be sections where you genuinely like a frozen lake or something and you might slip and not stop instantly yeah, but do you think the whole they're gonna snow-covered world will be there'll be any way sliding around or any spike-covered pits of death? Well, maybe will they'll have it so that if you have the, the skimpy armors, you will actually take cold damage. That would be retarded. <laughs> uh, there, I've said it. Wait, 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 wait a minute. So you know why? Because there's no dynamic of you getting sunburned. Maybe they should add. Capcom, add sun, dynamic sunburn to Monsanto. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, you have like a sunburn meter and you have to go like, buy, you know, you, you would have to kill a creature, extract its like glands and make, or, you know, some kind but of... But that would have an adverse effect because you would attract a certain type of predator to you. Which you can then hunt for its... And you have to evolve as a species where you can naturally... So you have to eat the gland as well, but it's poisonous. And it... Shut up. No. Shut up. This is why you don't... That sounds like a horrible... Yeah, I don't work at Capcom. Yeah. Awesome. Look. So effing what? Sunburn mechanic, great. Freezing mechanic, great. Neither great. They're Look, horrible. But why not? You, I assume it has a drowning mechanic, right? No. You know why? You go, your character just swims. So. There's no water combat. There's the, no water. There's no water. There's there's like one bit of water and it's like you swim under some tree roots and pop out the other side. Done. So it's it's just a, a transition mechanic. Yep. Okay. Capcom, add water monsters. It's what the, the people are crying out for it. Uh, no one's listening to you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak about our audience that way. <laughs> our non-existent audience. Anyway, my point is that those things are not a thing. Don't make them a thing just to make your bad game have horrible... I don't want to be in the fire level or the ice level or the jungle level. I just want to play a game where it has a varied environment. 
and fire level and ice level are not and a jungle level are not varied. They not are even in the varied. slightest. Not even in the slightest. Listen, I have played. We have. Pl- I have played many fire levels and ice levels. And yeah, they are all varied. Yeah, to your detriment, sir, and mine. <laughs> it was so detrimental that it detrimented you as well. <laughs> it detrimented your brain cells clearly. Look, you understand what I'm saying. Right? I understand what you're saying. There are there are tropes and games adhere to them because a lot of the time they are shortcuts for convenience. It is that shortcuts. Well, uh. because people have played games for so long, things like you know you understand how stuff like platforms work and, and things you know game mechanics work, and it's just building upon that. You just make a game out of those. You're you're thinking you're thinking of something like what? super innovative that like doesn't half the volcanoes in the world are surrounded by jungles. So it gives you carte blanche to make it a jungle world and then a volcano world. This way you, you tend to find jungles around volcanoes because the ash is fertile. It's good jungle growth material. Jungle growth. <laughs> Here's some jungle growth. Uh, yeah, no. But you would just have one stage where you'd have both. No. Yes. You, you'd complete the thing and... Strange transition, then you find yourself. It's like with games in the where you go into a certain area and it becomes nighttime, and you come out of that area and it's daylight, and you can because literally just go you, back and forth. You were playing a long time. <laughs> it's like in, in Dark Souls One, it does that. I mean, Dark Souls One is uh, like the level design that is ridiculously amazing, right? Because it's all one cohesive thing that's linked together. Yeah, and. So I would, I'm not bashing it at all. But it's literally, you go into a tower, you go, it's sun shining, you can literally find the sun in the sky. Yeah. You go into this tower, you go down and out another door, and you are in a forest in the night time. That sounds like a bad transition. And it's like, why is this part of the forest in night? <laughs> and there's, there's places where it's always daytime. And it doesn't claim to have a mechanic like that. But... Like I said, I'm not bashing it, but there are certain bits that are always in night and certain bits that are always in day. Uh, any closing thoughts? I hate that question. <laughs> I'll remove a- any, any closing thoughts? Yes, games could be better. <laughs> so there you go. Game developers, you know what to the do. The likelihood that I'll play any of these games... What, what games did we cover? Uh, Monkey Game. Uh, Indivisible. Concrete Genie. Greedful. None of them. You're not going to play any of those. And let, I mean, the the one that I have the most likely to play is Indivisible, which was the last yeah, one we yeah. spoke about. The one you hated on the most. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> not even. Right. That's the one. And I would only. I would not buy it on Steam. I would buy it like if and when I do get a Switch. That would be the kind of game that I would happily dip in. Yeah. Like like yesterday when I was on a long train journey. You needed a switch. I needed something to entertain me, short of falling asleep. Uh, right, that was it. Thank you very much for listening. That was the Digital Suffering Podcast, the podcast where we suffer so you don't have to. Good night. That was the Digital Suffering Podcast. If you'd like to suffer some more, you can find other episodes on Red Circle, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public and SoundCloud. 
Please like and subscribe everywhere.